What is a girl from Kazakhstan with a Russian accent who looks Chinese living in America doing? She is podcasting to give hope, motivation, and help you to lead a fulfilled life. I am Miru, and I'm that girl. You may know me as your savings pro, but life is more than money. I'm here to share my personal, cultural, and professional experiences so you can bring your experiences to life. We will talk about the currencies of life, family, career, business, money, and more. Welcome to the Miru Experience Podcast. Inside the China cabinet sits tarnished pieces of silver waiting to be cleaned up. Don't you feel sometimes you kind of want to like start fresh and get rid of all your pains? But then we forget that all the pains that we experienced in life and of course all the good things that happen in life together the life becomes beautiful and and we you know makes us shine because we are born to shine so in this episode i'm going to speak to vernera porter who is the author of the book called secrets from the china cabinet where she shares her seven steps to reveal your inner brilliance i mean we all i believe desire to have that inner brilliant shine but then we are all own enemies in terms of we don't give enough credit for our experiences uh, we feel like oh that's just you know my life it's not interesting or whatever but we need to keep in mind that every story is beautiful uniquely it is you it is your story So by me bringing guests and sharing different stories with you is my hope is to give you inspiration to rewrite your story rewrite your story whether you're going to you know use some of the other people's stories in order to awaken your own story so kind of that is my goal so here um I would like to share my interview with Vernita Porter. Hello Vernita. Welcome to my show. Hello Maru. Thank you for having me today. As I got to know you, I felt like we are on the same path in terms of like sharing our experiences, helping people heal and live that fulfilled life. And of course, fulfilled life is defined differently for everyone, right? So right. I I I found it fascinating because you are an author of the book called Secrets from the China Cabinet. But my book I more of it used the steps that I I learned in my professional world. And mm-hmm. then now you're bringing different perspective. People can take different path to find the same outcome. Exactly. Exactly. And and you're right. You know, we all have a different purpose in life and you know just really being able to come in and identify that you know as you know um maru that our purpose is within us 
you know and so how often do we as people you know will go around even asking people you know what is my purpose i don't know what i'm supposed to be doing you know how did you do you you know blah 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 and you know actually i feel that we were born with our purpose and it's just a matter of again tapping into it you know first identifying who we are and walking in our identity and then really getting to getting inside our gut and saying what keeps me up at night you know what is on my mind constantly that i need to be doing what is it that brings tears to my eyes when i see it and um to me that's a very simple way of really um digging out your purpose when you have those things that are just in you that just like oh i gotta do something about that that's part of your purpose and your passion so yeah so when did you realize that aha moment of like i need to do something with my purpose because as you know most of us kind of drift through life life happens we just kind of like existing basically and we existing in terms of we are just in stages right if we have little right. kids we just kind of trying to cope with that moment if we're getting married or divorced or whatever that is life happening at that time we are just in that um, kind of a flow of it and we feel like we cannot break through that and so i right. guess my curiosity you know what what was that moment for you oh i i think as you mentioned um you know our life is in stages and i think for me maru me coming into really embracing and taking action on my purpose came in stages and um as i talk about in in my book that um i walked through shame fear and worry a lot and i also was a people pleaser a lot and so it's like for me also too when i really came to have a a real relationship with the lord you know and then it was like some of those things that shame that worry that fear and people pleasing started shedding off layer by layer and when those things started shedding off of me and then it's like my soul was awakened you know things just started opening up um i started uh being introduced to people that um had the life that i wanted to live did the things that i wanted to do so it was like i said it was in stages for me and then when <clears throat> i decided to write my book secrets from the china cabinet that just really 
going back over my life just really helped me to really buckle down and see again what I needed to let go and then I really started to to find my my woman power that oh <laughs> I've done this and I want to do this but I have to let this go this cannot be a part of my my um my world you know it's just like you know i had to get rid of that bed partner and replace it with joy peace and love and helping others so you know i i slept a long time with <laughs> with um fear shame and worry and people pleasing and it's like i had to get rid of those things to be able to have that peace and joy and giving to others. You are right in terms of that a little things that are happening in our life throughout is in the end, what are we going to do with it? Are we gonna right. dwell over it and be unhappy about it? Or are we gonna make something out of it? I think that was kind of my awakening moment of, like I need to stop denying things, like you were saying, meeting the right people, certain things happening, which is not explainable. Um, and then of course, there are other things that I needed to let go because the past is not helping the present and surely not gonna help the future, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Could have named your book any different ways, right? So what, right. what is that like the China cabin that came in mind? It's funny because I was working with a dear woman who has become my mentor and she, she just, she asked me a question, Maru. She said, what does your life look like? And if you were to give a word picture, what would you say? And I'm like, huh? And I could not think of anything. And for herself, she used the metamorphosis of the, um, the butterfly. And so she was like, and, and I'm like trying to dig deep. I'm thinking this, I'm like, oh no, that doesn't make sense. No, that, that's stupid. And then she's like, what did you used to do that brought you joy? And I'm like, oh. I'm like, well, I, I really don't know if it brought me joy, but it gave me fulfillment. And she says, well, what's that? I said, weird thing. I said, but I used to help my grandmother clean her silver. And she had this china cabinet with all this silver, you know, teapots, coffee pots, you know, um, butter dishes, saucer, I mean, platters, she had everything in this thing. And it was full to the brim. And a couple of times a year, we would have to, well, I shouldn't say have to, I got the opportunity <laughs> to, to clean silver with my grandma. And so she's like, oh my gosh, write it down. And I'm like, write it down? 
And so she's like, yeah. And she said, do you remember the steps of, of cleaning the, the silver? And I'm like, yes, I think that'll be ingrained in my brain forever. And so she says, okay, well, just kind of tell a little, a little story about your grandma. And then the first process of, you know, cleaning the silver from the china cabinet. And I'm like, okay. So I, I did that and we got back with one another that following week and uh, I read it to her and she was in tears, I was in tears. And she's like, oh my gosh, Fernita, that's the first chapter of your book. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, what book? I'm like, I'm writing a book? And so she's like, Bernita, that's a chapter for your book. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So that's kind of, well, that's how the name of the book became. And I guess for me, it was to really carve out like through the, the stages of um, the cleaning process, you know, how we walk through life, you know, how we have to um, wash off the tarnish in our life. There's things that holds us back. And then we have to um, then dry out from the washing. You know, that's, you know, that period of just really seeking in and soaking in who we are. And just going through that whole process and the the china cabinet is this thing that houses all of these pieces of beauty that are tarnished that need to be cleansed and and brought out and the china cabinet opens to release these pieces after they are cleaned to serve not only themselves but those around them and so that's the basis of of the book and and it was so fun writing it you know um i even called my cousin a couple of times and like hey do you remember this about when we had to do this with grandma and she's like yes <laughs> and i want to make sure i have this right and so it was it was really kind of fun to to go back and and you know just reminisce some of those things but to really but it also was an awakening for myself um some things i still was holding on to like that little tarnish you know um on some pieces they call it patina you know it's like the the black and gray piece on the silver that just you know brings out the shine and but it's like i don't want any of that left behind the patina or you know the color discoloration it's like i want to get rid of all of that because for for myself and i and i truly believe for others in order for us again to live that fulfilled life to live a life on purpose you know we need to do our best to get rid of 
all of it. We are at times going to have to go back and clean and, you know, polish up. But, you know, our journey is to, to keep that shine on. So now hearing this story is like, most of us is think going back, it's a painful experience, right? But it also can be a beautiful experience because you revisited that wonderful time with your grandmother, right? That beautiful moments. And yes, like you said, there are moments that you don't want to look. But I think if you go back and like align it, and we all have stories, right? In your case, it was related to that process. And anybody can heal through their own stories right? And if they don't know right. how, and that's where they kind of read our story. And that's why we sharing our stories is for them to trigger their own stories. We're going to take a little break and we'll be right back. I love my random act segments because it allows me to share I guess whatever I feel like it that day and today um, due to the recent election um, kind of wanted I guess to share what I'm thinking about this political situation it's funny how we are uh, coursed and to and trained not to talk about polit- politics or religion or money so I think, I mean, I didn't know much about politics to even argue or even bring my two cents into the subject, but I don't want to argue about it. But I guess my point, what I'm trying to bring up today specifically, I mean, I think this is the first time I kind of feel the division of country, like even in many families, you know, part of the family voting for one party whereas the other ones voting for other and of course the decision factor and um, you know choices are coming to their own experiences and the views to life and of course when I say experiences you know it depends on you know how old you are and how you value you know economy versus moral state of the subjects so it is kind of a I guess in-depth discussion but I guess my point today was I'm not trying to take any sides Um, it's just kind of scary sometimes to see the nation being divided I mean hopefully that no matter who president is in you know it they change every four years or eight years whatever but i just hope that people will discuss any matter, any subject that we feel forbidden or we feel we can argue in a civil manner where it gives us that opportunity to learn from one another and to see each other's perspective. You know, I I believe in any situation or there is always two sides of the story, if not more. But we don't want to be like arguing over just one side of the story. So, you know, I think it is healthy um, to talk about your views. And of course, I mean, you don't want to force it to people who don't want to. 
but I personally enjoy, I guess, learning. I mean, we don't have to agree, but it also gives me that educational level why people think this way or maybe there is something that I am not seeing because we all have that blind spot in certain matter and um, and that's why I say if you don't talk about it how are you going to you know improve or be knowledgeable about or you know avoid certain things and yes of course I mean unfortunately people end up maybe fighting or arguing but if you come into the conversation with open mind not necessarily that you will uh, be convinced to change your mind but more of it what I can see from the other person's perspective so that's it for today just choose your truth and you know choose love most importantly I mean politician people they come and go but the love and relationship we have day in and day out is going to be with us forever so take care of yourself and be open-minded and love one another so we are back from our break um so we were just discussing about going back to our past to find those wonderful moments as well as uh, removing the tarnish from the areas of our lives that we don't enjoy thinking about so i guess our message um, to you as a listener is to not be afraid to face your past and enjoy those great memories along with painful memories because blended together they become beautiful and that's when like Vernita says in her book, it will reveal your inner brilliance, right? Right. You know, I based the book on my grandmother, but it was my mom, my grandmother, and my godmother. And man, they were powerful women. And having that powerhouse around me, it was like I was just encased with, you know, I have to do something for others like they did for so many in their world. So I had great examples of it. And yeah, I didn't, I didn't hook into that until I got older in life. But, you know, I'm glad I was able to bring my past into my present and say, I want to be like that. I want to do that. And like I said, you know, they all had different lifestyles and different personalities, but to be able to hone in and pick from each one, you know, how I could um, know my identity, how I could know my purpose, how I could be a giver to others as well. So, yeah. Yeah, talking about helping others, I know that a lot of people in that mindset of helping others, but at the same time, I feel like sometimes people do, like they think that they're helping others, but they are working themselves to the misery, right? So like, how do you find that boundary where you are indeed helping, but you're not losing yourself in terms of staying fulfilled or being content with what you're doing 
Well, that's a really good question, Maru. Um, <clears throat> yeah, because you can look at helping others and being a people pleaser. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, they could they could be really close in there. And, you know, when you're a people pleaser, you're satisfying other people at your expense. And you're like, they're like a vampire. They're sucking the blood out of you. They're getting fulfilled, but you're not. And, you know, with helping others is walking in fulfillment for yourself and for them, not having any expectations, but still walking in your own personal power. And that's, I believe, is the key of helping others is, is being able to give from a full cup, meaning that, you know, you're still, you're, you're fulfilling yourself, you're walking in who you are, satisfying and developing yourself. And when you're at that level, your your cup is filling up um, to be able to give out. Because if we're helping others and we're giving at an empty space, then we're not doing them any good. And then we're not doing ourselves any good, you know, and there's frustration that will happen. But you know, if we're if we're working from a cup with satisfaction and um, happiness, then that's giving in my book, you know. Um, but if we're just doing things because we feel that we need this person in our lives or um, we want to make them happy, then we're becoming a people pleaser. And we're, we're giving from an empty cup. How do you differentiate religion and spirituality for yourself? Um, for myself, um, spirit, um, being spiritual, which I truly believe I am, is for myself, is having that personal relationship with Jesus Christ, you know, inviting him into my life and me allowing him to take over my life. And I know for some that doesn't make sense, but, you know, he is the creator of all things and he knows all things. And when and it is like a collaboration with, um, with him, just being able to work together and partner with him in all of my activities because even the word of god says you know cast all your cares upon me because i care for you so it's like for me he's that big daddy <laughs> that i could go to sit on his lap you know and just boo cry or be happy or whatever and he's there to comfort me and to help me in my areas because it's even with writing the book, it was so many things that I wanted to say, but just didn't know how to verbalize it on paper. And so with 
the help of, you know, my mentors and friends, but the ultimate help was, okay, Lord, how can I write this to be effective, not only for myself, but for you to shine and for your glory to be brought out to the world. And um, I think in religion, um, that is kind of worshiping and doing a pattern of things and not really giving honor and glory to the father and and that's my take on it so people may think differently on it but that's for me and that's kind of one of those i mean and religious doesn't have to just be with god religious could be you know um a person who's religiously working out every day or or working so it's like something you know religious is for me is something that you give way to you know a relationship and being spiritual is something that you partner in with so no i, I think uh, the reason i ask is i know people say you shouldn't be talking about politics or religion but in my mind like we learn from each other's point of view like I don't have mm -hmm. to agree other people don't have to agree but for me it's fascinating because I feel like sometimes when people talking about their view it kind of like triggers that aha moment or you say oh, or I am on the right track or you may say well let me research a little more about this to educate like think outside of the box right, right. so because I feel like as much as we don't want to talk about religion, politics, or money, in the bottom line, if we don't talk about it, we cannot grow. Even though, even right. if we are not accepting of other person's opinion because it doesn't align with us, that doesn't mean it's wrong or right or whatever. This isn't about necessarily one being right or wrong. It's more of it. How can you make yourself happy for yourself and kind of align with your own belief and think outside of the box. And that's the only reason I ask is just like, what other people are thinking, you know, even about money, right? A lot of people broke because they're afraid to talk about money or uh, their background is like, maybe their parents didn't talk about, so they think they shouldn't talk about it. And then in my experience, I feel like if you don't, uh, talk about it how can you resolve the the issue you're having right or even right. if you are great at it well then you need to share with your great tip with others kind of like going back to helping others right there is right. always a purpose behind what we do whether we're helping right. others or helping ourselves thank you so much vernita i enjoyed chatting with you thank you so much for having me maru Well, that's all for this episode of the Miru Experience. Thank you for listening. Join me again next time. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. I also invite you to subscribe to my YouTube channel, The Miru Experience. I would love to connect with you. My email is miru at themiruexperience.com. 
You can always follow and connect with me on social media as well. Be you, believe in yourself, and I encourage you to lead a fulfilled life that you deserve.